Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Sell me on Rhyhorn. Why were you team Rhyhorn? What's what's in the mindset of somebody that's vote team Rhyhorn? I just like rocks. Okay, that's what I figured was going on. <laughs> uh, you know, I had an inkling. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. I've got Butterfreeze in my stomach. Mewtwo strikes back, again, but different. Hashtag Team Rhyhorn has won the battle, but not the war. You get a hat, and you get a hat, and you get a hat. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the GoCast podcast. It's February 6th. I'm your host, Chris, it's a Thursday evening. It's it's also at a weird time. And also, I'm not joined this week by Kyle. He's He's gone doing the adult having a job working thing. I'm joined this week by a patron of our community, active member of our community, longtime member of our community. We've met in person at a, an event now, too. Trent. Trent is joining me this week. Hi, Trent. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, I would want to say really quick before I dive into who you are and stuff. Thank you so much for being here because uh, I was going to ride solo this week and I was talking in our discord be like, hey, like I did one solo show before, but I really don't know how it went. Does anybody have any more suggestions? And basically everybody said, yeah, that was fine. But they were also like, but maybe have somebody else (laughs) and Trent offered. So uh, here we are, you know, (laughs) long story short, here we are. But Trent, enough about me, I guess. What about you? Well, like you said, I'm a patron of you guys. I've been listening since I want to say about episode 18 of the GoCast. I'm on Team Valor, level 40, and I've been a Pokemon fan since the TV series started airing here in America. All right. So you've been a lifelong Pokemon fan. Have you played any of the other video games? Uh, I've played many of them. I didn't play like the original red, blue and yellow, at least not in English. But like my first actual like mainline game I got to play was uh, Pokemon Crystal that I got for my birthday. (sighs) That's the best version. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Oh, I won't. I'm a very diehard like Gen 2 stan. All right. Awesome. Well, we have that in common. This is already off to a great start. Okay, great. (laughs) Great. So as far as your experience in Pokemon Go, then, uh, so what sort of things do you enjoy doing? Are you a raider? Do you hatch eggs? Are you a a go battler? Like what's your what's your mode of play? Primarily, if I'm honest, I like completing the Pokedex. It it feels so good just getting like that new dex entry. But uh, like primarily, I am a raider and hatching eggs is probably like the only thing i do more than raid just because at work i walk so much oh my okay 
What do you do for work that you're walking so much? Uh, I work at uh, a retail store. So like I'm part of the online orders department. So I fulfill a lot of online orders for pickup. Oh my gosh. Outbound. Yeah. You're just doing laps. Oh yeah. <laughs> I consistently get at least 50 to 60 kilometers a week. Holy cow. I'm crushing those. All right, good for you. That's awesome to hear. Okay, awesome. Well, we'll learn more about you as uh, as the episode goes on, I'm assuming, because maybe, maybe we'll get into a fight. Who knows? I'm just joking. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> get into a fight. But before we do hop into uh, talking about goals and stuff like that, shout out to our newest patrons, Jesse and Malcolm. Thank you two so very much for your new support, and we hope that you enjoy the Discord. And also shout out to Rootger for upping their pledge. And I think I said it that way last time. And I said I wasn't sure if I said your name correctly. And I think you said I said it correctly. But I'm not confident enough to remember that entirely. So I'm just going to say if I said it, <laughs> if I said it wrong, I'm sorry. But anyway, cool. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate your support. Let's move into let's talk about goals really quick. Kyle isn't here. And I, I could have sworn I asked him if he could send me his goals. I don't think it's happened, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. But uh, he went to level up his frost last, catch a Dharamaka, and do some timber raids, and at least five go battle league games. I can tell you, I know for sure he got his Dharamaka because he gloated to me about it. I'm pretty sure he did his five go battle league battles as well. For myself, I wanted to get a Dharamaka, Galvantula, at least 15 go battle league matches, and 40 eggs. I'm happy to say. I did all of those this week. It's that hasn't happened for like six months. It feels like <laughs> that, that is an A plus right there. Yes, that is an A plus. I'm always quick to, to give it a C or something like that. But this week, A plus goodness, you're witnessing recent history in the making, Trent. This oh is I'm, I'm basking in my own glory. Right now. Anyway, what about you, Trent? What, what have you accomplished this week? that you want to you want to share what's what's been going on with you i hatched a uh 100 epic earlier today actually whoa really yeah actually super proud of that one even though it's probably going to wait at least several months before it ever evolves and i hatched a uh tortuga i want to say Ooh, the the regional no, it's one of the fossil Pokemon in the 2K eggs. Oh, that's right. I keep thinking that Tortuga and Arkin are regional and they're just they're just rare, right? They're just in the rare egg pool. Yeah, they're just in the very crowded egg pool right now. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll get cleared out a little bit moving on. But for myself, I did forget to mention because I was so excited to say that I finished all of my goals. I also snagged this week, in addition to some other shinies we'll talk about in just a moment here, Two shiny Skarmory. I saw your tweet earlier, but I was not aware of the first one. Yeah, that, that one's number two. I forgot to brag about number one. You know, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake, really. Of course, uh, if you're not bragging about it right away, what are you doing? Exactly. If you didn't post a picture of your gym shoes did you uh, on Instagram, did you really go to the gym sort of thing? Exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm about to be embarrassed, but Trent, what is your Unova medal at? I, I stopped doing the check-ins with Kyle because they were depressing. But what about you? <laughs> I think you and Kyle might have me beat. I'm currently sitting at 43 for my Unova medal. Okay, that ain't bad at all. Yes, I've been killing it lately, so I, I think I'm at seven. I am at 71. Yes, you know, I was I was expecting you to be a little bit higher than Kyle. Uh, yeah, normally I would be higher, but I don't know. Ever since I got like this huge case of uh, FOMO, 
like I've just not been evolving Pokemon right away. So like some of these I've got like the candy four, but like I don't want to evolve because I'm worried they might get like an exclusive move or something. Sure. And that's that's fair enough, too. I've been telling myself to just bite the bullet because I like being a completionist and just evolving things to get a, a free dex entry essentially is just so satisfying. So if you did evolve them, you probably have like 10 extra entries, right? Oh, yeah, I've got uh, at least quite a bit of shadows in my decks. And like, honestly, I'm I've got enough candy for the three different starters over to evolve at least five of each. Well, I think even with not having your Pokedex number up there, I think you're doing better than I am <laughs> as far as that's <laughs> concerned. All right. Well, thank you, Trent. So let's move on to the news. So first piece of news here I have down is Mincino Research Day. How did we do? And it's actually fitting that Kyle is not here this week. Of course, it's sad he's not, but... He was unable to attend because he was working during this time. But as Trent told me before we got started here, both of us happened to uh, have an opportunity to participate in the event. For those of you that are unaware what the event was before, we both share our results and how we felt about it. It was a limited research day. You could do a specific set of research tasks during the time. It was like two to five local time. And those research tasks would award you with a Mincino encounter. The reported shiny rate via Silk Road Scientists was one in 10. And by golly, Miss Molly, if I wouldn't agree with those rates, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. Trent, give me your initial feedback about the event in general. How did you feel? Do you feel like the, the tasks were okay? Cause that was a problem with the previous one. They were too hard. Think like this was good. Good time of year. Good time of day. Where's your head at? I mean, I thought they were incredibly easy for the time frame we were given compared to like clam pearl day for example i only was able to do like 26 of them and i was able to knock those out like relatively quickly taking little time to do them mm -hmm. what about you i thought that the tasks were were great i think that each of the tasks should be able to be done in one lap of going around like a local park or you know uh, maybe around your neighborhood that has three stops I think that by the time you're done with your walk to those three stops, let's just say in that scenario, you should be able to finish those tasks. So catch five normal, catch three weather boosted, make three great throws. Those are all, I think, super reasonable tasks. I can't even remember an example of the ones from Phoebus that were so bad, but I think it was like catch 10 weather boosted or something like that. It was just out of this world. Very difficult. <laughs> okay. The, the part that everybody cares about, Trent. What were your results? How many shinies did you get? How long did you play for? Well, uh, I was only able to play for an hour and 30 minutes, and I was able to complete 26 tasks in that uh, time frame. So out of all 26 Mincino, I was able to get six shinies. Whoa, hey, uh, you and I, I thought I was going to have you beat, but I also played for only 90 minutes, and I got six as well. I think I did less than 26 tasks. I think it was like 20. So I got very lucky, but oh, dang, I, oh, I thought I had that one, <laughs> but, but I've got you. I got you this one in the time frame in the first 20 minutes, what raid went off next to me, but a Raticate and a party hat and he was shiny. Oh, you, you've got me beat there. Both yeah, the, uh... it's a very dumb shiny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a party hat, Chris. Everyone it's loves true. party hats. It's true. I just I also really like the coloration. It's like a really rich, like 
like red orange, you know, like a burnt orange. I think that looks pretty cool. Like a little chicken nugget with a party hat on it. Yeah, happy birthday, chicken nugget. <laughs> but uh, but overall, you'd say yay, nay, would you do this again? I would do this again in a heartbeat, especially compared to previous research days where it was, what, seven hours? Oh, yeah, that's right. It just never felt quite that rewarding because I think for Clam Pearl Day, I was able to do 70 tasks and I only got three shinies at most. Yeah, that one was a little out of hand. I remember the rates being so low, the tasks weren't satisfying. Largely speaking, we kind of had a bad time. <laughs> yeah. And also just like the baloney flip a coin and that's the evolution that you get. Like, I remember, I'm not sure if, if you work through YouTuber contents like I do, but I remember reversal putting up a video that he like had six gorbis or six huntail one of those something like that and he just couldn't get a shiny version of the <laughs> other one he just kept evolving I'm like i can't believe i'm wasting these candies like how unlucky can somebody be <laughs> I, I honestly feel that because i'm pretty sure i saw like uh, i want to say trainer tips do the very same thing with the opposite yeah. evolution Yes, maybe that's maybe that's what I'm trying to remember. But yeah, one of them I remember had such a, a heck of a time. It was just really quite awful. But anyway, speaking of awful, just kidding. You might like this if you're on a particular hashtag team here. But the February Community Day results are in. No surprise, it's Rhyhorn. Hashtag Team Rhyhorn. You you won. Okay, I, you I won. I see. I see you, Trent. You and your kind. I see you. And I'll have you know, I voted for Rhyhorn, but I wanted Machop to win in my heart. <laughs> the special move is going to be Rock Wrecker, just like he wrecked my hopes and dreams for this community day. But he's going to do it to some rocks. How very nice of him. And as a reminder, Rhyhorn Community Day will take place on Saturday, February 22nd. The feature bonus will be three times catch Stardust and the people did sing. Uh, community day for trainers in the Northern Hemisphere will run from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. While in the Southern Hemisphere, those of you that actually get to see the sun during the day, it'll run from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. local time. So keep your eyes peeled for that. So uh, if you want to go get your creamsicle little rye horn, that's, that's how you do it. Now, I've expressed my disinterest for this community day, but I will, of course, be participating. Trent, sell me on Rhyhorn. Why were you Team Rhyhorn? What's what's in the mindset of somebody that's vote Team Rhyhorn? I just like rocks. Okay, that's what I figured was going on. Uh, you know, <laughs> I had an inkling. <laughs> uh, truthfully, I, I honestly, I just thought it was like the better option out of the um, choices provided. Like Dratini, we've already seen three times. Uh, Vulpix, while could be interesting, I'm not particularly like in a hurry to get uh, regular Cantonian Vulpix. Mm -hmm. And Machop, I mean, he, he's already out, but that does give us hope for like the future, like maybe Gibble Community Day. Oh, geez, man. That's looking less and less like a reality, especially with some news we're going to get to in a bit here. Um, but I'm still oh, holding out no. for, for Gibble Community Day as well, but goodness. I'm still not completely sold on Rhyhorn. Again, I knew it was going to happen and I just didn't make myself emotionally prepared for it. So it still hit me like a ton of bricks. But <laughs> but Rhyhorn's the winner and uh, I will admit defeat where, where it needs to be admitted. Okay, let's move on to the, the, the biggest piece of news. And I say that because of the sheer volume of stuff we're about to talk about. February 2020 
Niantic was like, oh, you know how tomorrow's February? And they did this like literally on the 31st, like on the eve of the 1st, February. They're like, here's everything that's happening next month. Now stop complaining. So I'm going to tell you guys everything that's going to happen. We're going to talk about it. And then we collectively as a community can stop complaining, I guess. The first thing that's happening, save Shadow Raiko from Giovanni. Cool. Throughout this entire month, if you do the Giovanni quest, he will have a Shadow Raiko. Cool. Uh, you can bet your bottom dollar that the other two dogs will probably follow in the next couple of months. So Shadow Suicune, Shadow Ante, probably hot on Raikou's tail. No pun intended. If I may, I'm just a little disappointed that it wasn't actually like Mewtwo. I really? Figured, yeah. I figured like, you know, with the, the movie coming up and just the month in general, Mewtwo would have been like the slam dunk Pokemon instead of Raikou. That's true. Oh, today's Mewtwo's birthday. Happy birthday, Mewtwo. Happy birthday, Mewtwo. Forgot all about that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for something different, too. But at the same time, I think they want to they're trying to make it clear what this feature is for, you know? Yeah. I don't Yeah, it does feel kind of like a missed opportunity, but there's no way in the future when he's not going to have a, a shadow armored Mewtwo, right? I mean, that's eventually going to happen. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's it has to bound to happen. Um, but other stuff that's happening in February, the research breakthrough encounter is is Woobat. And if you do that, you also get bonus Woobat candies. Woobat evolves once into Swoobat, and uh, it's not good. So that's that's a trophy piece. This is a dex filler, and that's running from the first to March first uh, at one p.m. PST. So so there's that. Uh, have you already grabbed one of your Woobats? Yet, Trent, I did. I have not. I am about two days away from getting that sweet dex entry. Nice. Do but you like Woobat? Any love for Woobat? <laughs> I do actually have a small place in my heart for Woobat. It was part of my uh, Pokemon Black team originally. Oh, so really? It and Swoobat were my psychic and flying coverage. There you go. Did that work out? It's got low stats, I think. Uh, well, since I didn't play competitively, it worked out pretty well. It was it got me all the way through the end of the game and just slightly after post game. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. I love to hear stories like that, because like in a game like Pokemon Go, like Swoobat really doesn't have any options to, to shine, you know, so it's cool that yeah. it's got love elsewhere for sure. OK, so five star rates. It was Heatran for a while, right? Well, now it's going to be something else for a while. And it's Mr. Wind himself, Tornadus. Tornadus is a mono flying type Pokemon, which means you're going to want to bring electric types and rock types. And there's one more ice types. Ice types is what you're going to want to bring. Any combination of those will do you just fine. I've already caught one of these this week, and that means I'm probably done. Trent, have you snagged a Tornadus yet? I have not been able to uh, do this raid yet. Last night, I missed out on the raid hour, and it looked like just today, nobody wanted to raid. Ah, bummer. Well, yeah, he did just come out on February 4th, and it's going to run through February 25th at 1 p.m. PST. So you've got some more time, Trent. Don't lose hope. Go catch the no. wind. Yeah. I've got to catch a few wins. A few, a few wins. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next thing, because we're not even close to being done with February yet, a Sinnoh Region Celebration event. It's running from Friday, February 7th at 8 a.m. to Monday, February 10th at 10 p.m. And those are local time times. Event features include Pokemon originally discovered in the Sinnoh region will be appearing more often in the wild and in raids. Okay. 
All 7K eggs obtained during the event period will exclusively hatch certain Pokemon from the Sinnoh region, including Badoo, which can be shiny, Combi, uh, Bronzor, uh, which can be shiny, Gibble, okay. which can be shiny, yeah. Woo Riolu, which can be shiny. shiny, yeah, with this event, Hippopotas, mm. which can also be shiny, we'll talk about that in a moment, and Mantike, just to... Uh. Be a buzzkill at the end there at the list of an otherwise okay good list. Event-specific field research tasks will reward you with encounters with Pokemon that were originally discovered in this beautiful region, as well as Sinnoh Stones. And last but not least, if you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Rolu or a shiny Hippopotas. All right, so Trent, comparing the 7K egg pool to this lunar event egg pool that we just had, how do you feel about this new one for, for this event? It's it's a small step up, but that's not saying a lot because the last one it was like all Shuckle and Wormpole and Magby. Like Magby was really only the useful one there. Yeah. Compared to like Badoo and Bronzer and Gibble and Riolu. And I mean they they at least have better purposes than like everything in the previous one. That's true. So if people were hatching a bunch of Wurmple, Magby, and Shuckle, which three do you think is going to be those equivalents in this egg pool? Oh. <laughs> Combi, that's, right? Combi, uh, Badoo, Mantike. That's honestly yeah. what I expect to yeah, majorly hatch. That being said, though, Shiny Badoo is, is good looking. So that's fine. That is a-okay with me. Moving on to the next event, because again, there's more events. Now we're getting into the Valentine's Day stuff, though. So we're at the midway point of, of the month. Pokemon Go Valentine's Day Celebration 2020, running from Friday, February 14th at 8 a.m. to Monday, February 17th at 10 p.m. local time. Event features include pink Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild in raids and eggs and as field research encounters. So much pink. Audino, the hearing Pokemon, and Alomomola, the carrying Pokemon, will be making their Pokemon Go debut. We'll talk about Audino later on in the show, so I won't waste time now, but Alomomola looks like it should be the evolved form of Love Disc, because it's also a heart-shaped fish Pokemon. But it doesn't. But it doesn't yeah. evolve. No, it's just they are separate creatures. I think if this Pokemon came out in the modern era, it would just be a region variant of, of Love Disc for sure. But alas, it did not. And so here we are with this fish Pokemon. But nothing super memorable about a Lomomola, to be honest with you. And we'll talk about why Autono isn't memorable either in a little bit here. But again, <laughs> save that for a moment. Uh, during this event, regular lure modules will last six hours and you'll receive a two times catch candy bonus. If you're lucky, you might hatch a shiny Happiny or encounter a shiny Chansey in the wild. There's a lot going on with this event. What are you looking forward to the most here? Is it the new shinies, the new Pokemon, maybe the pink Pokemon and eggs? No, probably not that. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing my luck, I'm probably not going to encounter a shiny Chansey, and I probably won't hatch a shiny Happiny, but I will be looking forward to Autono and Hello. Mora. Uh, Aloha Moha Mora. Yeah. <laughs> I like that <laughs> a lot better than Aloma Mola. It sounds like somebody's trying to say guacamole, but they just can't manage it. 
shiny Chansey's going to be sick. I like that they're putting these shiny evolutions in the wild now. That's a good change. I wish it was like permanent, not just for these events. There's nothing more exciting than getting like that shiny Gyarados. For sure. But it helps keep the events like it, it helps them stand out, you know. So I, I guess true. I kind of understand. But, you know, we could use more exciting moments like that in Pokemon Go, I think, all the time. But there's more Valentine's Day stuff. If you thought this was going to not get weird, well, you were wrong. Valentine's event, Ray Day event featuring out of all the Pokemon that could be featured for Valentine's Day, Lickitung. Lickitung, the, the, the big tongue awkward Pokemon. On Saturday, February 15th, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time, it's when it's happening. Lickitung will be in four-star raids, and it will know Body Slam! Body Slam, the go-to, let's give this to a normal type to make them feel a little bit special. You can receive up to five additional raid passes at no cost during the events by spinning photo discs uh, at gyms. You cannot hold more than one of these raid passes at once, and they will not be available after the event ends. Lucky trainers might encounter Shiny Lickitung. Pretty standard fare for these raid days. Now, this one stands out because it's Lickitung. We're getting the shiny, which is great, but it's Lickitung that knows Body Slam. I don't know off the top of my head about how useful that is, but I'm going to go with probably not at all. I would probably have to agree with you there. Honestly, cannot think of any time where I would choose to use a Lickitung or its evolution, Licky Licky, at all. Yeah, that's right. I wonder if Licky Licky's shiny looks good. I hope I hope it does. I, I know at very least shiny Licky Tongue is a nice kind of like golden color. Is it? Oh, it, but yeah, but is it like actually gold or is it just like yellow? Like it looks like it's got some sort of disease. It's like a a, a golden brown, you know? Okay. Like, not light, not quite jaundice, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On its way there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is Lickitung a, a, a choice, a featured Pokemon that is going to get you out for this event? Or are you going to kind of just let this go by? Um... I will probably go to, go out and do a few raids just to, you know, hang out with, like, the local community and, you know, just have some fun. Like, yeah, I think that's enough. Lickitung, it, it doesn't do anything, but, like, the company, that that's the fun part. All right, fair enough. I think that Niantic has got their finger on the pulse, and that's why they have no problem putting out Pokemon like Lickitung for events like this, because they know that that's how we feel about it. We'll go do it anyway, because our friends are doing it, too. <laughs> Speaking of friends, celebrate your love for friends with a special friendship weekend event. Another friendship event. Woohoo! Show some Yay. love for your friends from Friday, February 21st at 8 a.m. to Monday, February 24th at 10 p.m. local time with these exclusive bonuses. Friendship levels will increase faster. It's probably double. Uh, two times trade candy. One half trade stardust cost. The number of gifts you can open daily will increase to 40. Can we just make that permanent already? The number of gifts Please. you can carry in your inventory will increase to 20. Again, can we make that permanent already? Please. <sighs> Niantic. Yeah, just, Liz. Liz, I, if you're listening, please. I think she knows. I think they all know. <laughs> we all we all yell this in, in a tandem every single time this thing rolls around. But uh, I think I'm okay on a friendship event again. I, uh, we just had one. I sent a lot of gifts. True, but like most people were aiming for like best friends to get the lucky, you know? This one is good if you've got like a friend who's, for example, you know, just sat at Ultra since Go Fest of last year. You have any specific particular examples <laughs> you want to cite there, Trent? No, no. Okay, Nobody well, comes specifically to mind. Like I said, no. I don't think we're going to fight this episode. But <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no certain so podcast right. hosts. Uh, <laughs> I'm so awful at sending gifts 
but I <laughs> like I'm just <laughs> awful at it. Once you get to ultra, I'm like, that's good enough. You know, <laughs> exactly. You can be VP. Why, why go higher? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So moving on to the, to the last little thing here for February, new experiments. One of these has already happened. And one of these is happening right now. Pokemon spotlight hour and mystery bonus hour. Niantic has prepared two new experimental types of events that will be tested this February Pokemon spotlight hour and mystery bonus hour. Like I said, the spotlight hour will feature and it did already feature Onyx and that it happened on the fourth, which was Tuesday from 6 PM to 7 PM local time. Here's the deal. There was more Onyx out in the wild and and there were shiny Onyxes and, and people got them. That was the event. Were you able to catch any? No, no, I was driving. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I have two shiny Onyx already. It wasn't that big of a deal for me. But I know that if you really, really, really like Onyx, it's probably like if this was a Scyther hour, I would have just parked somewhere and I would have just walked <laughs> around on the side of the street and just done that. Yeah, I don't know. Did you get a chance to go out and do this? I, I didn't get to experience this at all. No, I didn't actually go out. I was able to like slightly experience it from house spawns, but like because it was raining like cats and dogs out, I just felt like I'd be better off staying inside. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair enough. Much like yourself, I actually had two shiny onyx as well, so was already like not super hard pressed into like, oh my gosh, I need to go out find some onyx right now. Exactly. Well, there was also this second thing that happened, this mystery bonus hour. And it featured, uh, I think it was Double Catch Stardust. And it was today from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. It's currently 6.30. Smack dab in the middle of this event. <laughs> and I just, uh, I was also not too too sold on it. It's also snowing and gross right here. So that's okay. Trent, I'm sorry I'm stealing you from the bonuses right now. Oh, that's quite all right. My bonus time's already passed anyways. Oh, Okay. I was- I chose to eat dinner instead, so... Oh, you casual. You filthy casual. (laughs) Food? Oh, whatever. Who's got time for that? Exactly. It's it's time to grind. (laughs) I should be feasting off Stardust. It's true. It's true. All the Pokemon I caught. Low calorie, high achievement. All right, so uh, the last big piece of news before there's like other some supplemental stuff that's mostly conversation, but there is another event happening. Pokemon Day 2020. This is coinciding with the release of Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. It's the new CGI version of the traditional Pokemon movie that we all know and love. We're ready to re-experience it in a format that we may not know and love. That is, I don't know. It looks promising, so I will reserve judgment until then. When is this event happening? Tuesday, February 25th at 1 p.m. to Monday, March 2nd at 1 p.m. PST. Features include... Party, 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 party. Some Pokemon are here to party. Keep a lookout for Pikachu and Eevee wearing party hats appearing in the wild. Look out. Don't touch them. They're poisonous. Stay away from them. (laughs) Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle sporting the same festive look will be hatching from 7-kilometer eggs. There's a chance that any of these partying Pokemon could be shiny, too. Huh. (laughs) I don't know about you, Chris, but I've already gotten out my party hat. It's too late. It's, I stared at the party hat. It's, and you're done. One. That's it. You've yes, you've coalesced with <laughs> with the collective consciousness of party hat. You know, I was I was holding strong until Wurmple, and I finally looked at Wurmple. Couldn't oh, look away. But how how could you resist those eyes? That's what I'm saying. He's just here for a good time, a very tiny good time. 
Uh, Armored Mewtwo Strikes Back in Five Star Raids. Not only is Armored Mewtwo in Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, <gasps> I'm just kidding, that wasn't that long, but it will be returning to raids as well as the special charged attack, Psy Strike, which is very good on, on Mewtwo. So I would get that. I would do that. Are you excited for Armored Mewtwo going back? A little bit. I did a few, but since I believe the verdict on it was not great, I didn't <laughs> end up doing too many, just enough to get some for myself and then for my coworkers. There you go. I think he's supposed to be pretty good in PvP, if I remember correctly. Armored Mewtwo, that is. I'm not sure if Psy Strike makes it better. I'm sure it does, because Psy Strike is a good move. Uh, but, you know, I haven't referred to an infographic that somebody smarter than I has made, so I can't say anything with confidence. Neither have I. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll chalk that up to another episode then when we come back and talk about Armored Mewtwo. We have a whole, not a whole month, but a whole couple of weeks. I'm sure, we'll circle back and Kyle will be like, yes, obviously. How could you not know? And I'll feel bad. But not as bad <laughs> as these Pokemon who slowly understand what their origins are. Remember clone Pokemon? Well, some are coming to Pokemon Go in celebration of the Pokemon Day launch of, here it is again, the whole title, Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. On Netflix, special clone Pokemon, including Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise, will appear in four-star raids. Be sure to use hashtag GoSnapshot during the event, too. Clone Pikachu might appear in your photo, and you might be able to catch it. Now, my big question here is, why don't the clones have party hats? Are they not invited? Clones don't get to party, Chris. That doesn't, that doesn't seem right to me. That they they are here for one thing and one thing only, and that's to order sixty six. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Human humans, they're, they're in the way of Mewtwo's goal. Mewtwo is here to liberate the Pokemon world. That's that's true. Unite them under one empire, Senator Mewtwo. I'm I'm into that. Uh, bonuses for this event include trainers will be able to do up to two special trades a day. Now that is one heck of a bonus. And I'm okay with that not being accompanied by anything else. So if you have friends like I do, where you have eight Pokemon for them, and you see them once, maybe twice a month, and during that time you forget to do your special trade, now's the time. Now's the time to empty those IOUs, those stupid Pokemon you've renamed as your friends' names, and you're like, well, <laughs> let me just search through my pile of Alex Pokemon. Which one do you want this time? We'll get through this in a month. You can do it in a week. This is going to be great. Just got to set those reminders on your phone. Yeah, that won't happen. I'm remembering right now, but I'm, I'm too focused. I'm too engaged in the show, Trent. I don't have time <laughs> to set reminders right now. Um, but wait, if you thought that this event couldn't get any stranger, or if you thought we were already having enough fun, you're wrong. We're also yeah, getting another have, raid day. Yeah. We we need the Vanga bus to come on through so we can raid on it. We we do. We do. This raid day is going to feature Nidorino and Gengar wearing party hats. Mm. Can I just say that I'm, I'm I'm a little disappointed that Kyle isn't here just because I want to hear <laughs> that mixed defeat and <laughs> accepting that Gengar with a party hat is a thing. Do you have? Uh, give, give me your best Kyle sigh. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's like all breathy and disappointment. Yeah, I could. Yep, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's good. All right. Well, anyway, Nidorino and Gengar wearing party hats. 
yes, collective sigh, but also I kind of like Nidorino and party hats. I'm kind of okay with that. Gengar, I can do I mean, without. That's goofy, but I don't know. Um, Nidorino already kind of has that little party horn in the front, you know? That's true. So oh, what's, hope- what's one extra hat? I, I'm hoping I'm hoping they put the, the party hat over his horn, and so it just looks like his horn is a party hat. Oh, my God. I'm so on I board did, now. I wasn't before. I didn't know I needed this. But I am now, and we won't get it just because of that reason. But when is this happening? Sunday, March 1st, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Features include Nidorino wearing party hats will be appearing in two-star raids, Gengar that know Lick and Psychic, which are legacy moves, and are wearing party hats will be appearing in four-star raids. So you have a couple of options, not just four-star raids. You can also do some twos. So if you're, I guess if you're a rural player that doesn't have a lot of people to raid with, you can still participate to a degree. That's pretty awesome. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Nidorino or a shiny Gengar wearing a party hat, which is pretty wild. And then you can get up to, you know, five raid passes at no cost during the event by spending photo discs and gems. So pretty, pretty standard fare. Uh, I'm not going to belabor this point. I think we've, we've seen too many stinking party hats. That's just one man's opinion. Can I get another man's opinion? Party hats? I mean, at this point, I'm surprised it is not party hat go. We <laughs> clearly do not have enough party hats in the game right That's now. That's true. True. But I do feel a little, I don't know, bad that it's just five free raid passes, considering there are two featured Pokemon here. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I get that 10 might be too much, but come on. Niantic. Throw throw us a small little bone. It's two Pokemon. Yeah, I'm on board with that that line of thinking. But at the same time, again, I think it's pretty cool that they, they changed that there's two different tiers of eggs to appeal to a wider audience. If they're going to do this, I think that's a good way to do it. It is. Definitely gives like those like lower level players that perhaps haven't found like their local community yet something yeah. to do during those raid days. Definitely, because if you're level like 20 and you have a, a, a smattering of Pokemon that are appropriate, you can definitely solo tier twos. So hopefully that that appeals to somebody out there. OK, we got a little bit more to talk about here in the news section before moving on to a different section. But let's talk about Go Battle League. I want to get some initial feedback from Trent uh, and myself about uh, th- our first real hands on week of Go Battle League being live. So, Trent, what are your first impressions? How do you feel about it? Have you gotten in there? I've done about 30 battles, and I want to say I'm surprised at how smooth it's mostly gone for me. Uh, I know some people were complaining about like potential like lag or cheating, but for the most part, I think out of the 30 battles I've done, I've only noticed two moments where it seemed like we lost connection, but it was reestablished and the match went fine. That's pretty awesome, considering the history of stability issues that mobile games have in general. I don't want to call out just Niantic because it's kind of a mobile industry thing, but yeah. that's that's pretty good. I think their slow rollout kind of helped ease that in, in the the first day they had to shut it off. But after that, it's been going pretty well. Not to mention, like uh, they've been like tweaking as they go, like shutting it down for like maintenance for an hour or two if needed. If they detect like patches, I think what maybe right now it's still offline from uh the 16 to 24 hour maintenance it was undergoing yes i just checked right now i was able to actually get into a match so i think it's back up but yes it was down for that period of time um to look into what we're pretty much all sure (laughs) 
<laughs> is this <laughs> report that was going around on the internet that everybody was talking about where there was an exploit where if you turned on airplane mode during ranked matches, you could farm charge energy and then reconnect and then just the other opponent couldn't do anything. So people were cheesing using that. So hopefully they, they fixed that. Uh, but it's too soon to tell if they have or have not yet since it came back online. But um, my initial feedback is good. I think you're right on the nose there, Trent. Very stable. I'm having a great time. I've got up to uh, not rank, but whatever. I mean, it is rank eight. Whatever the, the eight thing is. is. Is it rank? What is that? I don't even know what that is. Uh, I want to say it's rank eight. It makes sense based off like the, the little stars at the bottom. Oh, yeah. So that's rank. And then the other number is rating. OK, I gotcha. So, yeah, I'm, I'm rank eight. I've done 62 battles of 139 of them. So I've won a fair amount, but I've also lost a chunk. And uh, I I love it. I do. I absolutely love it. I've been doing nothing but premium rewards and I've already got 76,000 Stardust from it and it, counting. So big fan so far about how this is going. But let's let's talk about rewards a little bit here. We, we did get an email from listener and patron of the show, Catherine, just talking about the reward system in general. So when the premium versus free rewards were data mined a few weeks ago, I was actually quite concerned that this would absolutely be pay to win. I do spend money in the game and have no problem doing so, but I would have to draw a line at this just to be a responsible adult. Having now played about a week in the GBL and reached rank eight, haha, we're rank buddies. I have a different opinion. Yes, the premium rewards are nice, and I would likely use them occasionally as a treat for myself, but I think the basic rewards are quite a bit better than they appeared at first. The data mine tables do not include the rank up Stardust at the end of the set, and at my level, that can be 3 to 4k Stardust five times a day. Even when I lost all five matches, I still got almost 3k in rank up Stardust. The initial data mine charts also don't delineate what the mystery item reward was, which at first for me feels like it's 7 times out of 10 a charge TM. Other rewards would have been a Cinnostone, Silver Pineapple, or Fast TM, but the Charge TM is by far the most common. I have no problem continuing on the free path for the most part. So she has more to say, but Trent, given from that first little bit here, because you and I were talking about rewards and uh, our, our style of play when it comes to this before the show, how do you feel about what Catherine had to say mixed with your own experience for the, the basic rewards? I mean, I have to agree. The rewards were surprisingly for the amount of time we're putting in i think they're absolutely worth all the effort we're being spent into the the game definitely i would agree too i haven't spent enough time i've done i think one set of basic rewards i think from the first the first set of matches was basic but since then i've only done premium so i can't really say if the basic was rewarding or not. But I can tell you that premium definitely is. But it does feel extra bad when you go like one in four and you're like, wow, I get nothing out of that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like spending the premium raid pass on a one star raid. It's like, mm, yeah, I, yeah. But even at the end of that, you get the Pokemon, you get the candy, you get the rewards, you get all that stuff, you know, even if you don't catch the Pokemon, you still get the raid rewards. But if you go like zero and five for the premium raid pass in your set, Oof. You just walk away with nothing except for the rank up Stardust, which sometimes isn't worth it, you know? That Yeah, that's just catching 20 Pokemon and a pat on the back. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nuts. Uh, Catherine goes on to say, My concerns that the premium side would grant more access to matches has eased. Whales are going to whale, but if you, and if you don't know what whaling is, it's a, a phrase thrown on the mobile, mobile gaming sphere. And also in uh, basic main console gaming now that microtransactions are a thing but 
Uh, it's the idea that in a free-to-play game, if there is anything that you can spend lots of money on, there will always be these, you know, less than one percenters that are called whales that will come in and spend so much money, they'll have everything and stuff like that. So whales are going to whale, but at least as far as I'm concerned, this is not anything like pay to win. And while we are talking about where we're spending our coins, I haven't seen a lot of people talk about the Pikachu Libre clothing that is awarded at rank seven. They are not unlocked to pay like a lot of avatar items. And I've been rocking them to flex and have had at least a dozen people at raids and friends uh, from my friends list ask about them. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something, even though the ranks I'm fighting in now can be deflating as the competition is very stiff. My one major complaint about the system, as opposed to the gameplay or server issues, is that I really wish the initial Pokemon award group for ranks one through three would drop off at higher levels. I can tell you after winning five matches out of five in a set at rank eight, being awarded a Tepig isn't that satisfying. Unless Trent, of course, it's a 100% Tepig and then that's a, that's a good deal. That is a good deal. How do you how do you feel about that? Do you feel as though the award set for people that are playing at a higher level, do you think that it, it keeps up? I would like to see like Snorlax drop off. Uh seeing it in the like potential uh pool of Pokemon you can get just feels kind of bad. Like I would have rather have taken like the Snivy or the Oshawott over Snorlax and at least Skarmory, it can be shiny, so like that and like a good battler, so it doesn't feel as bad. I mean, Snorlax is going to be really great in Ultra League, Master League, one of those other two leagues. He's really, really, really quite good. And uh, so, I mean, there's there's that if you want to dump the Stardust into it, but it's never going to have the right IVs because I think the IV floor for the encounters are the same as research encounters. So what, ten, 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 right? Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, I kind of wish that they were random IVs, or if they were PvP specific good IVs on purpose that'd be crazy though if they were just always pumping out like a one to five attack and then like a 10 to 15 on defense and stamina Ooh. oh my god that would be perfect that'd be amazing but not as amazing as pikachu libre yes you heard it right pikachu libre we knew this was happening but here's the official announcement pikachu libre will be an exclusive award for those battling in go battle league starting with season one and that's all we know probably after you've won a few rank ups you, you, they'll be one of the awards i know scraggy was what rank three you had to get two wins and you could get scraggy uh yeah for the preseason so probably something similar for pikachu libre i cannot imagine they'd have it behind rank six or rank seven and you have to win like four or five games so hopefully much more accessible than than all that do you think it will no flying press i mean i can't imagine they would have added that move so far ahead of the release of Hawlucha without it being attributed to this Pokemon. True, true. But I feel like they've done this before in the past with like... Uh, crab Hammer? Other... <laughs> yeah, Crab Hammer. We were waiting for that for what? Like, it was like a year. A year? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that came out around Clample Research Day, didn't it? I, I think so, actually. And then I think so. Just out of nowhere, it was like, oh, and here's Crab Hammer, I it's guess. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. So, but that's it for news. And that means we're going to move on to the Pokalore section. This week's Pokemon is Audino, the hearing Pokemon. Audino is a bipedal pink and cream Pokemon with oval blue eyes. The top of its head, its back, and arms are pink, while the lower half of its face, body, ears are uh, cream colored, as well as its front and fingers. 
The pattern of pink and cream on its chest resembles a jacket. There are three digits on its hand and two on its feet. It has puffy white tuft for a tail. Audino has floppy ears with thin curled extensions on the islander's side. It can use these ears as radars, and it has an incredible hearing ability where it hears another Pokemon's heart to assess the Pokemon's feelings and overall physical condition. The feelers are also able to determine when an egg is close to hatching. Huh. So uh, th- uh, somebody else pointed this out to me a while ago, but Audino looks like it's wearing a cardigan with that with that um, pattern. I never noticed that before. But yeah. yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, I was like, okay, and I just can't unsee it, you know. <laughs> huh. I mean, most most of the time I've seen Audino, it was either to like KO it in Pokemon Black and White for like easy double experience, or it was in the anime where it was usually wearing like the nurse nurse's cap and the nurse's apron with oh sure yes yeah that's right i think my major interfacing with this pokemon is in pokemon shuffle because it was one of the first megas you get oh right yeah so so that's about it so this is kind of fun to learn a little bit more about it but tell me about the stats with the know. it's max cp is uh 1682 so that's <laughs> uh pretty low <laughs> that's awful it's- it's got a shockingly low attack of 114, which isn't helped by its uh, defense of 163 and a stamina of 238, just above that hyper potion level. <laughs> and its best moveset is Pound and Hyper Beam. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I was trying to put these notes together before, and I was like, Pound and Hyper Beam for the stab for the normal type. But it also has like a, it has Zen Headbutt as a, a choice for its quick move, which is better than pound but he doesn't get this i don't know it just it's hard don't don't use this pokemon uh, it's okay it just you doesn't matter what the best moveset is if you're not moving if you're not using any movesets at all so that <laughs> that's the way to do I mean, it <laughs> this is in head but will probably hurt like any fighting types you send against it and like uh that's true gym defenders it also knows dazzling gleam so you could put like a psychic and fairy set on it so maybe it could you know soak up yeah some some fighting types but a max cp of 1682 means it's not going to stick around for very long no yeah bummer anyway that's autono a little short sweet to the point pokalore for this week we're going to skip over the pvp section we'll be talking about rose cup meta next week it's just so much to talk about so we're going to hop right into the pokapole last week's question what pokemon are you most excited to take into go battle league julius says uh, dragonite with a sturdy 3006 cp and a good attack dragonite is the way to go nice uh jack said i'm having a lot of fun swapping my team around really like vigoroth at the moment but toxicroak too and i love Laron. those are all really good choices at short flip says an army of weedles that is <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate team I, I bow to you terrifying oh my gosh did you see that video floating around of somebody like uh, winning ranked pvp battles with just baby pokemon that just I reminded did. me of that I, oh man it blew my mind it was like uh it was a munchlax a smoochum and i don't remember what the other one was but it was i want to say it was bonsley oh it was bonsley the, the yeah, rock yeah, yeah. Slides. that's right yeah it was nuts so there's a lot of like really good like baiting and switching that made it possible but it it did work out um, Alteria Ego said, lock on Registeel, the goat. Oof, I've fought way too many Registeels. Too many. Uh, James says, Kingdra, tons of resistances and debuffs. 
I haven't looked into that one yet. What makes Kingdra so good? I'm assuming Bubble Beam and probably something else, but perhaps the the dragon type coverage it gets maybe oh maybe who knows it. yeah who knows i guess so if, if it's got dragon type and it's resistant to electric attacks so it would get neutral from electric uh, attacks which is pretty cool uh anyway moving on benny said my rank one frost last the terror of altaria everywhere max tron says uh alolan marowak my hawaiian spirit guide has pretty decent pvp iv since i traded so many of them i I don't have the patience to trade that many to, to get the one that I need like that. Uh, so good. On, good on you, Max. Uh, Catherine said the Pokemon I'm most excited about is my 93% Ivy maxed out best buddy Registeel. Once ultra league comes around, he was the best one I had and walked him all through December because I decided that Pokemon, which would level under the league, uh, their league cap would be the best investment of that kind of time. He was adorable clomping around after me, trying to keep up, and occasionally the bugs that would have him fall over made my day. He was certainly expensive with the second charge move unlocked, but I love him. It's quite the investment, Catherine. I'm, I'm glad that you're getting out of it what you put in. That is a lot of rare candy. Yeah. <laughs> Colton Leo says, I've picked up quite a few wins pulling out Lucario the last couple of days. Power Out Punch is no joke, but being able to pull out a Shadow Ball late plays nicely with these Cresselia and Deoxib defensive forms. Usually mix him with another GL stable and mix that with that third spot with a Sport Up for fun. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, one of the things I don't have that I'm a little bit salty about is a, is a defense form Deoxys that's good for PvP. I just keep getting wrecked by him. Psycho Boost is, is killer. Yeah, it's quite a pain to deal with. Because for the most part, I don't really have anything good on my PvP teams to answer to that specifically. Yeah, you kind of just got to sacrifice one of your walls. Like, I'm just like, okay, Altaria, just go do your thing, I guess. That's that's fine. Pray it doesn't have, uh, what is it, Flash Cannon? Oh, uh, Thunderbolt? Uh, perhaps. I feel or like flash maybe Rock Slide would go through it. Rock Slide's the one that would wreck you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, Aaron said, Polyrath. It charges up so fast with Mudshot. An Ice Beam helps to cover Altaria and Tropius, while Power Up Punch, or Dynamic Punch, depending on what you like to run, can take down Melmetal. That is a, a good a good suggestion. Uh, Polyrath also, if you want to run Bubble, you can. Remember, that's also still pretty good. But Mud Boys for life. Mud Boys. Team Frog. Team Frog. Yes. And Trent, before we ask this week's question, what is your your answer? And I didn't see one in Discord. What are you doing? Slacking over there. Slacking like slaking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my original answer when I uh, originally heard the podcast was going to be Noctowl, but uh, I've been a very bad best buddy and have not been using him in any of How my PvP you? cups. I know. I've betrayed him. I just don't want to see him hurt, you know? Yeah, I understand that. That's fine. But I have been rocking uh, Steelix, surprisingly. That Thunderfang really just catches a lot of people off guard because, oh my gosh, like, yeah. Azumarill, Skarmory, Altaria, people will swap out and, like, switch to one of them and then just wonder why, like, poor Steelix is over here just eating its lunch. Yeah, because Thunderfang is pretty quick, though, too, right? Oh, yeah. It really, I think, within, like, three taps... I want to say it charges up crunch, for example, like really wow, fast. That's nuts. So I can bait those shields out real fast, too. That's awesome. OK, cool. I'll, maybe I'll have to add a Steelix to my team. I think I've got one with Dragon Tail and just wouldn't be doing much for me in this current meta. But Thunderfang, maybe I'll have to do that. 
but this week's Pokeball question, if you could design a custom PvP cup, what would the name and rules be? And I'm going to cheat and use one that I had designed for our custom PvP group in our Discord community. I actually, okay, I lied. I didn't design this per se. I had three <laughs> other people give me a random type without having knowledge of the other types. And then I also put in a type and tried to make a theme around it. And this was the Hero Cup. It was Steel, Fairy, Bug, and Poison. And the I made an image, like a little pseudo Photoshop image of a Croagunk with a sword and a helmet on in front of a <laughs> castle. Very proud. Yes. But yeah, so th there's an example. I mean, you know, it might take a, a little bit of thinking, but I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Trent, do you have any ideas? Maybe a cup that's focused entirely on like stage one evolutions, like not babies, not second stage evolutions, just, you know, plain Jane Bulbasaur and Poliwag and, you know, Pokemon you can catch like on a starting route. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like the, the the grammar school cup, you know, they're not they're not quite babies in, in elementary school, but they're like in uh in elementary school and grammar school, the same thing, aren't they? preschool preschool that's what i was yeah. looking for preschool and they're not like in high school they're not teens yet they're not like charmeleon but the charmanders of the world right exactly i like that i like that a lot if you dear listener have an answer to the question if you could design a custom pvp cup what would the name and rules be you can answer that question we post on social media such as facebook and or twitter or if you are a patron you can also answer the question in our discord server but you can also do it an additional way and that way is, of course, emails. You can send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails. 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 That was good. Kyle would be proud. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this week we've got three emails and two voicemails for you. We're going to do email, voicemail, email, voicemail, email. That's six, right? Yeah. Five. That's five, yeah. right? Yeah, that's five. It, the math checks out. This first email is from Jackson. Jackson says, what's up? I have no answer to the Pokeball because all my Pokemon are trash. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've got, you know, a, 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 a diamond in there somewhere. You know? Somewhere. The only one I would do is my Armaldo. Hey, he's pretty cool. Uh, Jinx and Tauros. I don't remember catching Tauros. Same. No, does anyone really remember catching no, Tauros? No, no. <laughs> Because they are the best I have. All right, you know the drill. Quick question time. You have a magic ball that Lugia gave you. It could grant you one wish. But what would that one wish be? No, it's got to be related to Pokemon. Peace out, Jackson. Okay. So you get one wish and it has to be Pokemon related? I guess that Lugia gave it to you and then it's a magic ball that grants the wish is important. I'm not sure if it would change my wish or not, given the situation. But I feel like Lugia would be, probably be pressuring me into making some sort of environment-related wish. He probably would be. He is the guardian of the seas, mm -hmm. after all. He'd be like, really? A million dollars? With all the pollution out there? Really? <laughs> I hope that one million dollars is going straight to uh, cleaning up the seas. <laughs> I can imagine Lugia just being super judgmental. No matter what you do, it's like, oh really goodness <laughs> oh you just want a few silver pineapps really that, that's what you're gonna use this do for? you know how much i eat trainer 
but do you have any serious answers? What, what do you think? If you had to, if you had to make one wish that could be anything Pokemon related, what would your Pokemon related wish be? I'm assuming you're in the Pokemon world, right? That would make sense. Otherwise, you know, the wish would just be, oh wow, Lugia, he's in the real world. I yeah, just want to be in the Pokemon world. There, there's the wish. There you go. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's implied that you are in the Pokemon world. And that Lugia has found you and it's like, here's this ball, kiddo. Make one wish, you know. Hmm. OK, to give to give Trent a little bit more time, because this is definitely off the cuff. I have dreamt about this since I've been a kid <laughs> that I when I was a kid, I did honestly, desperately when I was super young, you know, like every kid has these like far fetched things like when kids have, uh, you know, imaginary friends, you know, fake pets and stuff like that. Like I wanted so badly when I was a kid, Pokemon to be real, you know. And so for that to already be assumed is wild to me. That's true, right? It's yeah. Not like you could really ask for that much more. It's but. true, but I'm going to. And so if I'm in, <laughs> if I'm in, <laughs> if I'm in the Pokemon world and I have my initial wish, which is that I'm in the Pokemon world, my next wish is going to be that I have the wherewithal and the ability to become one of the one of the great trainers. Like I really want to be somebody like Lance. Because if you look at like all of the extended Pokemon like history and stuff like that and all of the media that we have, like Lance is not only just that like the de facto dragon type trainer, right? Um, especially mm-hmm. for, for the earlier generations and stuff like that. But like in generation two, he shows up and does things as the champion. Like the Lake of Rage stuff, he shows up and he kicks butt with you as a as like a fellow trainer. Like, that's cool to me. Like being able to be kind of like um, like a superhero trainer is a neat yeah. thing. Bringing it back to um, black and white, for example, like that was easily the most exciting thing was to see like the gym leaders actually do something outside of the gyms. Right. Actually, like fight back against Team Plasma and be like, hey, no, get out of here. I'm not taking your nonsense today. <laughs> And perhaps, uh, I don't know if you'd seen it, but there was like those Pokemon origin shorts where it was, uh, they focused on Lance one episode and they had him like taking down that rocket hideout. Yes, I did see that when that came out. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. He is so cool in that. Like most most of the gym leaders besides besides Brock and Misty, and we only have like a breadth of content for them from the anime. And they weren't like really gym leaders. I mean, like, I feel like, Brock in the grand scheme of gym leaders like wasn't that great and Misty was like not even technically a gym leader when she gave that badge up it was her sisters right so she was just babysitting the gym for them yeah so like they're not even like a really good example like I guess Lance is like my go-to but there are other ones there are other really involved Pokemon trainers yeah like uh and let's go uh blue for example is with you like throughout the journey i think he shows up at uh with your rival at Silphco to like stop the rocket takeover that's true yes that's true yeah he's he's like a force in the in that world alongside you lorelei as well i think she shows up for the power plant stuff oh yes of and course she's pretty cool yeah but yeah that's that's my answer I, I could talk all day about pokemon lore but uh what about you trent you got an answer for this question I mean, I like your idea, but like at the same time, like that's something that I feel like should be earned, you know, like that mm-hmm. a power, that respect, you know, like you raised that magic carp since it was like a tiny little, you know, carp just splashing around in a puddle that someone just didn't want. And now you've got like this whole army of Gyarados. But I think personally, I would 
be a little selfish and ask for a shiny hoot hoot. <laughs> just because <laughs> I, it's a nice yeah, golden color. Yeah. It's got the big blue eyes. And then like when it evolves, it's it's got those nice red wings. And it's just perfect. Yeah, hoot hoot. And knocked out shinies are, are beautiful. I won't argue there. I just I'm trying to imagine what Lugia would say. Be like, yeah, okay, here you, here you go. <laughs> Whatever, really? just leaves. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a toughie because you've got to like put yourself in the mindset of being like a trainer. What problems would we be facing? Like, would we actually be there in like say Johto during like the Rocket Takeover? Right, that's true. Yeah, I wonder if um, if there's always criminals running around causing issues, or our or characters just happen to be there during the time. Yeah, and like, there's no guarantee. Like, for all we know, like, those were just great outliers. The entire Pokemon world could, for example, just be at relative peace. Could be, but that would be boring. So, as as Lance's heir, I would just cause a lot of <laughs> problems so I can solve them. So I have something to do. That sounds. Sounds good. Very political. Okay, Claire. <laughs> yeah, oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move into our first uh, voicemail here. I didn't label these, so this is just kind of like a, we get whatever we get. There's two of them, and they're labeled voicemail. So <laughs> we'll see. Voicemail. Hello, GoCast. This is Catherine, your favorite sector hater. I thought I'd give you a little rundown of what it was like to do the Mincino is it the cappuccino mouse thing research day <laughs> in central New Jersey? It was raining and snowing and about 35 degrees. So I thought that this was largely going to be a car-based event. But many of our new stops brought us uh, uh, brought about by Wayfarer were not exactly in car range. And so I was actually surprised to see how many of the community got out of our cars, struggled through the rain and snow to throw cold, not-so-great curveballs on <laughs> wet phones. The shiny rate seemed to satisfy lots of people. It wasn't huge, but most of the people I know got there too or more. I didn't get mine until about an hour in, and I started to worry, but in the end, I thought the rate was decent. I think what was really sweet was how many people came up to thank myself and another player who were responsible for many of the new stops in the park for having added so many new stops. Many of the veteran players said that Wayfarer had really changed how these research events went. Although I think my favorite memory was going to be the entrepreneurial Girl Scout who set up in the back of her mother's SUV to sell Girl Scout cookies to us all as we wandered around trying to catch mice. Thank you. <laughs> Catherine, thank you very much for that. That's awesome. I, <laughs> I like the the uh, entrepreneurial you know, Girl Scout that really just <laughs> made bank. <laughs> That's awesome. But also, I think it's pretty cool that, that you were able to see um, – you know, a large group of people like that just kind of battling the elements. I know we make jokes about that because I think in the first the first few months that this game came out, I think there was this one real famous photo of like 30 people like 30 feet out into the water of like a shoreline. Well, it looks really cold and stormy because there's like a blast toys in the water or something. 
<laughs> it's a I joke, remember those. But, but it happens. You know, people do that. I Honestly, that Wayfarer, like, thank you. It's a nice feeling, you know? Oh, yeah. It feels like you're actually impacting the community and, you know, making some significant changes to the game, which, I mean, what more can you ask for? Uh, I can name a few things, but, you know, I think Liz <laughs> has, has, has a pretty long list already. <laughs> That's true. And, and, and poor, poor Liz, she's the the, the face uh, for us, uh, for a lot of us to play this <laughs> game. And she, you know, she can't. She's not, <laughs> not the only person on that team. And she's definitely not the person that handles the, the code or, you know, sets up a, a TM rework. Who said that? TM, please. Who said that? Uh, Did you hear something? TM rework? Something like that? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but I know that Liz was, you know, at least gracious enough to reply to someone and say it was coming. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah. Can we take a moment? I mean, she she's wonderful. The the amount of communication yeah. that she's willing to do on her social account, like her personal social Especially, account. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. So. I, I couldn't do it. I, yeah. I would have set my account to protective after probably like three days oh definitely 100 percent. like it's after five can you guys just go away you know <laughs> yeah, i'm just, just gonna lock my account for a few hours to see you guys in the morning <laughs> just take a digital vacation yeah <laughs> all right so this next email is from defie dear GoCast podcast is like the entity i suppose i usually only do big goals in the summer since that is the time I have to really play. However, here are some side things I'm working on until then. And boy, I love this list. Number one, make it to Sylph Regionals 2020 and not embarrass myself when slash if I get there. Between PGRL and my local ranked cups, I have a shot at this, but I'm definitely going to have to step up my game at Rose Cup. Here's my current ranking, much better than it, than this time last year. And then she gave a nice little link to her stats, which looks like she's doing super duper well Very oh my well. gosh a her lot win better than myself her win loss ratio is 66 percent. you are killing it girlfriend keep it going uh number two defeat my local area's undefeated champion a round of ranked pvp is currently ranked within the top 100 globally so i have my work cut out for me on that one uh and then she also gave us a link to her local leaderboard that's pretty awesome all right now now Defi, here's my suggestion to you. You find this guy and you break his fingers and then you challenge him and then he won't be able to play. And there you go. Undefeated problem defeated. Just, just, you know, just ask to uh, borrow his phone for a few minutes while you look at, you know, his team and, you know, just accidentally transfer a few. Yeah, you can do that too. That's but I like breaking his fingers. I think that's a way better way to go. I think, I think okay, so it's, be <laughs> it's better to break his fingers because then... By the way, kids at home, don't break anybody's fingers. It's illegal. Don't do that. I'm joking. But if you do, and then you don't transfer his Pokemon, he has the right Pokemon. He just can't fight well enough with them. And isn't that worse? I don't know, because there's still the chance he could, uh, you know, win if he still got those Pokemon. You get rid of the Pokemon. Just imagine the crushing look of defeat as, you know, all that effort, all that Stardust. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just gone. I'm Maybe maybe <laughs> I'm on team just transfer his Pokemon and don't break the law. I think that's better. Alright, moving on. Gold Gyms. I've been steadily working on this. Remember when my goal by end of summer was 50? I'm working on 100 now. I have 93 as of today. Holy cow. I got every gym in the nature reserve of my town and I'm now working on some other hard to reach areas good luck it's impressive goal that is it's, it's crazy uh number four lucky decks i'm trying to have my pokedex complete with luckies for every single species other than non-tradable mons oh my gosh legendaries Oof. and regionals are tough but the lunar event has helped with the increased lucky odds and more lucky friends kanto check minus legendaries just missing moltres johto check 
minus legendaries, just missing Nante. Hoenn, Need, Shedinja, Numel, Tropius, Relicanth, and a few legendaries. And Sinnoh, Need, Glamio, Chingling, Chattot, Spiritomb, and a bunch of legendaries. Ooh, the Spiritomb one's going to be kind of difficult. That one's mm, going to be yeah. uniquely frustrating, I think. And I'm pretty far in Unova 2. Over half of the Unova species I've registered in the decks, I have lucky Pokemon already. I'm missing all of the regionals and legendaries and a lot of the less common spawns. When there is an event for something new, I prioritize it for lucky traits. I feel like that's a good way to like keeping up with it because if you fell behind even by like a month, you'd have so much impossible catching up to do. Hatching all those like egg-only Pokemon though, that's gotta be such a pain. That's uh, maybe. Yeah, I bet, I bet so. Uh, and then lastly, blow the dust off my YouTube channel. And then she gives a link to her YouTube channel, which I will post in the show notes for you guys to go visit. And I would encourage you to do so. I have visited her account and watched a few of her videos. She has been putting these uh, GBL, like competitive PVP, recorded screen caps of her fights and stuff on her YouTube channel and then shoutcasting herself, playing them, kind of going through her mindset and giving some tips about what she should have done, what she what she could have done all this other sort of stuff it's super useful especially if you're if you're breaking into the pvp sphere to have somebody that doesn't load it all up with a bunch of pvp jargon and stuff like defy is going to she well she teaches already in in, in her real life so <laughs> like <laughs> excellent person to learn from so again go visit her youtube channel i'll post it in the show notes Go do that. Uh, my goal is to get 100 subscribers so I can change the URL to something more personal. YouTube won't let you with less than 100. So I'm trying to record more of my PvP tournament rounds and GBL matches of the summer and uh, do some more vlog style stuff later. And I think that's it. Uh, plenty to keep me busy until summer 2020, don't you think? When people say they get bored after level 40, I just don't get it. There is so much to do. See you in St. Louis. Defy E. Okay. Congratulations on on getting your list together. I have yet to put a list together of things I want to accomplish like this, so you're ahead of most of us, I'm sure. But also, best of luck to you in all of these goals, but also your YouTube channel. And thirdly, we'll also see you in St. Louis. I forgot to mention it last week. I was about to forget this entirely, uh, but <laughs> we are going to uh, the Safari Zone in St. Louis. Kyle and I have tickets for Saturday, 10 to 8 p.m., but will we be getting into St. Louis on Friday afternoon, and we won't be leaving until Sunday midday. So our current plan for meetups are going to be probably our big main meetup Saturday night. We'll probably do something in the evening on Friday night and then something in the morning on Sunday. So people want to meet up for breakfast on Sunday, we could do that or whatever. So if you guys are going to be in the area or going to be attending the event, go ahead and shoot us an email or something like that. And uh, let me know if you're interested in attending and I'll get you the information when I have it. So we can all meet up. Tfai, thank you so much for your email. It's pretty great. Okay. Ready for another voicemail, Trent? I am so ready. Born ready. Okay. <laughs> so we want Mewtwo's that strike back and we want hats, 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 hats. But you know what we really want? Armored Mewtwo in a party hat. Amen. Yeah, uh, there's really not much to say. I just think it's true. Just, I mean, all that armor, it makes me to look, you know, uh, un uninviting, un unfriendly, unapproachable, un cold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you put a hardy pad hat on him, suddenly, you know, I'd I'd get a drink with him. I'd go yeah. party with him after work. Absolutely, party. Okay, all right. Armored Mewtwo would not show up to my reap up. Party hat armored Mewtwo. Would be the life he of the party. Up. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> so don't you think that be like the equivalent of like a man in like full plate armor showing up at a coffee shop with like a party hat on and people are like oh you look at you you you're here to party aren't you like that's just not normal <laughs> you, you know he's gonna have fun it's true though it's true though. i'm not sure what we're celebrating but congratulations happy whatever i don't know <laughs> number one world's number one cosplayer <laughs> good time night i love it good night time good i don't know i don't know our next letter is from hannah hi gocast crew and possible guests that's midst, you that's me <laughs> in the midst of event paywall and go battle league cheat negativity i wanted to share my amazing story of my first two pokemon best buddies they are sunshine the shiny luxray oh i'm so jealous i still don't have a shiny really uh, shinx Ooh, no i'm at nearly 100 raids and still no luck oh my gosh that's awful and pancake this shiny sinks oh you have two I, mm, <laughs> and she has mm. great names for them ah i'm peanut butter and jelly both of whom i caught within my first four shinx raids oh chris i'm mad now <laughs> it's okay it's okay that's all right <laughs> How's let, how's let that, that for odds? Let let the anger let the anger flow through you. Your your faith in your friends makes you weak, Skywalker. Good, good. Since then, the two of them have participated in every Shinx raid I've ever done, and we've collected four more shiny line friends. <laughs> uh. Hi, Casper. I've I've got some relicam for you. Ooh, that's a good trade. You know, if you just want to part part with one of those, that's a good trade. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I usually read through all these. I didn't see that the first time. That's so funny. Oh, it's the email that keeps on giving. <laughs> they are my best shiny charms. This is important backstory, which I wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. This week, Pancake and Sunshine became my first best buddies. Pancake made it first, and. Sunshine, who was a bit behind, was so close to my best buddy today that when she asked to go to the unspun Pokestop up a huge hill from my usual parking spot, I couldn't refuse, even though it was a downpour. I made it there, spun the stop, and the notification for best buddies popped. And I decided to click on a random Puccina. Shiny! (laughs) Yes! That's a lot of gold shinies. Oh man, spread the wealth. Sunshine and Pancake can retire from being my buddies now, but they'll always be my shiny charms. Wishing you all shiny luck. Hi, Casper, Pancake, and Sunshine. I love your nicknames. Those are really great. They're fantastic nicknames. I I was never a person who nicknamed their Pokemon in the games because I would give them, like, human names like George. (laughs) Kevin. Or Alan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alan. I like that. I like that. I also really love taking names... That would be normally attributed with like a stereotypically attractive people and giving them to unattractive Pokemon. Um, <laughs> like uh, making a Probo Pass, naming him like Evan or something. Or or uh, maybe a Golduck, naming it Stacy. <laughs> you know, like those are all really fun. But <laughs> Hannah, I think universally, globally even. Actually, I just went down and says, I would say globally, universally, even there we go. That makes sense. We're all very, very jealous of you and your shinies and your shiny charms. But thank you for sharing. Nonetheless, (laughs) thanks for the email, Hannah. We really appreciate it. Okay, that brings us to the end 
of our show here. Again, if you guys want to send us an email, you can do so by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can visit our website for more information about the show. And if you want to help, you know, if you need some help sending an email, there's a contact us tab and you can send us an email from there. That website is gocastpodcast.com. You should follow us on Twitter. That's where we're the most active on social media at gocastpodcast. We also have a Facebook page, the gocast podcast. That, that's where you can find us. And then if you want to help support the show monetarily, you can do so at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCast Podcast. For as little as $1, you get access to our patient-exclusive Discord, where we do like PvP cups and chat. A lot of chatting. So much chatting. A lot of chatting. I can leave for 30 minutes and come back to like 300 messages. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. pretty awesome. A very active, passionate group of trainers on there. So if you want to want to join patreon.com forward slash go podcast, but if monetary support is not your thing or you just can't swing it or whatever, you can still help out our show by leaving us a review on your podcatcher of choice, you know, Google podcasts, Stitcher, you name it. Please leave us a review, please. No, that'd be great if you did though. Okay. It's goal time. Now, Trent, now, you're not going to be here next week, probably. Uh, you never know what the future could hold, but I'm still going to have you set some goals because that's life. Goals are what keep us afloat in this trying time. It's true. Ooh, actually, brain blast. I've got one. Oh. I'm going to set goals for Kyle, and you're going to set goals for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was My original brain blast was you set goals for Kyle, but he'll get mad at me. So if I set goals for him, he can still get mad at me, but it'll just be me just be here. yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to look at the event and see okay what, what's happening this weekend let me set some goals for kyle in the meantime for kyle it's going to be finish what was he working on frost last it was going to max frost last besides that i'm gonna say that he's gonna try to get one <laughs> he's gonna try to hatch a gibble because Ooh. that's probably he probably wants to do that since he needs one. And this event's got that's it true. in that pool. So Hatch a Gibble. And I'm only going to do those two. It's going to be Max Frostless and Hatch a Gibble. Those are pretty reasonable for Kyle, I, I hope. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Okay, Trent, lay it on me. Well, Chris, you know, I was thinking about how much you like hatching eggs. True. And, you know, this weekend's the perfect event for that. So how do you feel about shiny Riolus? Oh, I would love or to shiny get one. Gibble. I would like to get one of those. You know, uh, one of those two as a goal, you think? Yeah, I think so. I'm already writing it down. So, <laughs> all right. Let's see, how many incubators you got? You feeling feeling lucky? <laughs> how many super incubators? How many regular incubators? <laughs> Do you want to? Because right now it's not so hot. Let me tell you, I'm sitting on uh probably. Actually, I'm doing a lot better. I've got over 20 25 two use super incubators left actually i've got 30 two use super incubators left so we'll be okay i've got like 50 regular incubators i'm never gonna use what are these from where did i get these 38 one stack what the heck anyway you gotta use them on all those 5ks what are you doing because <laughs> i use super incubators for 5ks because i'm a plebeian <clears throat> i can't help it oh don't don't tell that, anybody that- it's a secret. That hurts my heart. It's okay. It hurts my heart. It's okay. I promise it, it's going to be fine. It, it's almost as bad as seeing my coworkers use super incubators on 2K eggs. Ooh, oof, oof, oof. Yeah, that hurts me. Yeah. But anyway, um, so how many am I hatching? What am I doing? I feel like 
You you normally hatch what? Forty eggs a week. Forty. Yeah. How about ten from the this weekend? You know, just ten ten seven k eggs. See what you get. I could. I I will definitely be able to hatch ten. You're going easy on me, dude. I know. All right. Get, give me mm. one hard stretch goal that's still relevant. Although shiny Riolu and Gibble is pretty difficult. Yeah, those those were the ones I figured would be the hardest. Mm-hmm. But how's your Giovanni research? I don't think I, I, <laughs> I've done you one. and Chris, uh, Kyle have finished. I just finished it this last week. I finished it for the first time. Really? Yeah. So are you on the the newer, easier research? Or I believe so. Like, yes. Okay. Well, how how about like making it at least four out of six steps through that? Okay. That, I think that's pretty reasonable now. Okay, I can do that. Especially given the weather for you. Absolutely. All right, so for Kyle, he's going to max his frost last. He's going to try to hatch a gibble. I emphasize try. Uh, for myself, I'm going to try to hatch a shiny Rolu or gibble, do at least 10 of the 7K eggs, and get to at least step four out of six of the Giovanni quest, the new one. Okay, that's doable. Trent, thank you so much for being here today and, and hopping in last minute and filling out the show. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll have to do this again in the future. And if you don't mind, I'm just going to plug two things. Absolutely. I, I know you asked me at the beginning, but yeah, you know. go for it. Plug away. So the first one's not really a plug because, you know, it was an email originally. But since I'm here now, I'm just going to beg vocally for Niantic or Pokemon Company, whoever hears it first. It has been, you know, 277 days since we've last <laughs> were able to. <laughs> Find our shiny uh, bronze nut son. Oh, I didn't realize you Please. were a Meltan lobbyist. I would have invited you on the show. <laughs> I mean, I, he's he's kind of stupid looking. I'm not going to lie. But I love how stupid he is. Cause yeah, he's it, great. It's like he the is. perfect amount of cute. And... Yeah, pe- people like to give him a lot of, a lot of garbage, but he's a, he's a good boy. He's a good boy, you know. He, he is a good boy. And... He's a good boy that deserves to have, you know, his shiny return. It's almost been a year. Come on. Please, Niantic. And then my final plug is Niantic Wayfarer. Like Catherine mentioned, there's a lot of Pokestops that are just, you know, waiting to go through. But they need votes and approval. So if you've got, you know, a few spare minutes every day, just take take a moment, sit down. And uh, vote on what you think is a good Pokestop candidate. Yeah, Wayfair is only going to be as good as, as our investment. So I think that's it's important. I keep forgetting to do that myself. So you've called me to action now, Trent. And now I have to. Thank you. All right. So that's it for our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and we will catch you next time for episode 81. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.